Hello and welcome to the Front End Podcast. Uh, I am here with uh, a few people. Uh, my name's Liam. Who else do I have here? Hello, Fraser. Hello. Hello. And Paul. Hello. And Simon. Hello. Uh, we played Wimbledon the other day and, uh, in my opinion, one of the best performances I've seen, I think possibly for a few years. I thought we were we were very good. Yeah, that was back to Appleton sort of performances. It was really... Big words. I know. Um, but it was really exciting football to watch. You know, we carved them open a few times. Goalkeeper did superbly well. He only made one mistake, which he got away with holding Nelson um, for a scramble. But apart from that, you know, he kept them in it. It was great to watch. I mean, that, maybe we should have done better with one or two of the chances, but create that many and you don't win... You can take that because it was such a good performance. You can take that when we've got 52 points and it's just an extra point to have. I know we're not mathematically safe yet, but we we practically are. Um, (laughs) As you say, I do just think it's it was it was brilliant. It was so entertaining to watch. I think on the other side of things, Wimbledon were terrible. Yeah. Worse than Wickham, worse than Walsall. I thought they were dreadful. Yes. And it's it's nice to get a, a, a decent performance. I know we didn't get the win, but a decent performance against the team that are just spoilers and really, mm. you know, play anti-football and just try and stop you. Yeah, a, absolutely. A, a really and, awkward uh, team to play against. And to play that well against them is, is good. Yeah, at, at 100%. Um, it's a shame we couldn't win because of that, really. Um, but also because of results elsewhere, I'm pleased we weren't the game for them to come out of the relegation zone. Teams have to get relegated. I don't like necessarily being the team to relegate them, but um, I'm not that fussed if Wimbledon go down. They uh, were so negative, and I just think there's there's so much arrogance with Wimbledon and I'm sure some fans are great. Um, and obviously the, the stuff that happened after the game. I just think after, you know, they've they've obviously got a very romantic story in terms of how they were formed. But that doesn't mean everyone has to bow down. Mm. That's happened to lots of teams. And they're actually causing it with another team. So I, I just think, get over it. It was 15 years ago. Yeah, it was sad. But since then, you've had so much coverage You've had so much media attention that you've got enough money to actually be a League One side. Yeah. And any other clubs formed at that time won't have that. So yeah, and, and you are you are now stars. you are now back in the football league and above the division and above the team that, that, that stole your, your former team. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Move on. Well, yeah. I went into the game and I wanted them to stay up because I thought it would be a great story because they were right. They were out of it. They were relegated, you know, not that long ago, as far as everyone else was concerned. And what a great story for them to turn it round. A bit like Plymouth last season, be those teams that are down there. They'll say, well, Wimbledon did it last year, you know. And But after playing them and seeing that water boy or kit man or whatever he was, <laughs> not shaking Carl Robertson's hand and then... Their fans making out that Carl Robinson started it, and it was just like bizarre. They, they're so hypocritical. It, does this come from? Does this come from the fact he was MK's manager? Because they were yes. singing about him throughout the game. Is that where it's from? Yeah, support your team. Who, yeah. who cares where the manager's that, from? Not just that. He is a man who had a job. 
Yeah, he has yeah. a family to support. Someone offered him a career as a football manager. Of course he's going to take it. It doesn't matter what club it's at. Yeah. yeah. You will take it. You see the amount of Oxford fans play down the, a, uh, the A420. You, because you are doing a job and yeah. you get paid to do it. It, it. He didn't necessarily go, I really want a job at MK Dons. But that's the job he got. And he actually yeah. did quite well there. So get over it. Like they, No one, well, not many people do jobs they actually enjoy. And he yeah. happens to do that, and he got offered a job at somewhere they don't like. Get yeah. over it. He doesn't yeah. even manage there anymore. It, it does seem with a lot of Wimbledon fans, doesn't it, that most of their existence seems to be let's hate MK Dons, mm. which, you know, none of us are huge MK Dons fans. You know, everything they are, they're very sort of modern and franchisey, and the stadium is about 10% full on a match day. But, I mean, I think about them for maybe five seconds a year. <laughs> yeah. But even, yeah. say, even so, we've got rivals. Yeah. We have two clubs that I can think of that we very much dislike, one in particular. I think about them coming up to their games or if they're in a relegation battle or hunting for promotion. If they're in a relegation battle, <laughs> I sort of, it's funny if they go down, in my opinion. But in, at the same time, when they went down last year or the year before, whenever it was, I've lost track... Um, it meant that we weren't playing them the next year. It's not actually that great. I quite like the derby. Yeah. So it it I don't know. It's odd. Like I'm more I'm more about supporting Oxford than disliking one of the other teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But as you say, it seems their sole reason for being. Yeah. It's like an ex girlfriend who they've not seen for fifteen years. You know, they went out with them fifteen years ago, and they they stopped seeing them, and they're, they're still obsessed by who they're going out with now. It's yeah. like yeah yeah it, yeah it's, it's exactly that. <laughs> And if your ex-girlfriend is Pete Winkleman, have a word for yourself. <laughs> right, let's let's leave that discussion there. He's a he's a pal- can't go any further. Pal- Peter Stringfellow, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Um, so anyway, our performance was good, um, and in line with that, uh, a few, well, recent in the last couple of days. We've had, um, you can vote for your player of the season. Uh, so let's discuss who our nominations are. Um, obviously, Ruffles is getting a lot of traction online. Um, Eastwood is up there because of how the form changed as soon as he was back fit. Um, I personally think Mackie is awesome. Just from, just from the fact, win, lose or draw, playing safe, battling relegation, if we were, you know border line playoffs he's putting the same performance in mm. week in week out where he will put the he will put his head where there is about to be a boot and has done on many occasions uh, so who who do we think i think there's a there's a there's a shout for about half a dozen players this mm. season you know cameron brannigan's really without being a superstar has just been a consistent 7 or 8 out of 10 most weeks rob dickey had a little bit of a a wobble early in the season but recently has been immense and when you think he's playing on you know he's having to play on the left hand side of, of the centre half because we've got two right footers but he's he's kind of slightly out of position you know he's playing really well Gavin White's been uh, you know a bit of a revelation in and out of the side but played really well like you say Mackey um, yeah the, the, oh, half a dozen and, and obviously Ruffles and and our top goal scorer who hasn't scored so many recently, yeah, but you know, where would we be without him? Mm. 
Because it's yeah. 14 and goals and 9 assists, isn't it? He's been involved in 23 yeah. goals. Yeah, I think it's it's like a lot of these sort of votes, you kind of thinking of, uh, or you're influenced by performances over the last sort of four or five, six weeks, rather than actually somebody who, like you say, James Henry, who played really well at the start of the season, who's been a little bit lower in terms of his performances than he has been. Yeah, you're kind of forgetting about him as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. I say Eastwood's got a shout as well, because since he's been in the team, we've been top six form. Yeah, yeah, I, I sort of mentioned that briefly, but as as you say, it, it can't be glossed over. We are such a stronger team, whether it's because the back four have a, a, a bit more trust, so they're more willing to go forwards or whatever it is, he is he is very much a key part of the team. Um, you talked about Dickie's form recently, mm. Simon. I nearly said something, and I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Just to appreciate the sentence <laughs> that we have all noticed Dickie's balls being sprayed across <laughs> the pitch. <laughs> but, but, but it's true, you all know what I mean. His diagonals have been phenomenal recently. Um, I feel that, you know, we'll, we'll probably stay within this podcast and probably be repeated at some point in the future. <laughs> but what a sentence that is. Let's appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Nelson's been very strong as well, especially sort of not too sure where his future lies at the moment. His his post-match interview seemed very with the club, which was nice to hear. Yeah, his, his performances have, haven't really dipped. You know, like you say, he sort of lost the captaincy. There was worries about or thoughts about whether he was going to go in January and all sorts. But yeah, his performances have been have been very, very steady as well. Yeah, it's it's the Warsaw goal. That's the the time I can think of that has been a a, yeah. a big error on his yeah. part. Um, but it, but we won that game, so it doesn't matter in a weird way. Um, it, it kind of added to how entertaining the game was. Um, so my my vote personally uh, is probably with Mackey uh, Fraser. Who who do you think? Uh, I mean, you mentioned him first, and it's the one that a lot of people are saying, but I would go with Josh Ruffles. Um, I just, I love that he's been with the club for a long time and has always sort of been on the on the outskirts of getting in, getting into the team, gets in the team, then has to go, go again because someone else comes in who sort of takes his place. And I love that he's been so patient to get into the team and... You know Luke Garbutt coming in last summer. He it probably looked like again. Well, there's there's no you know there's not a lot of room for me around in this in this team. But I I love that he's got a permanent place um, lately, and um, I think he's played brilliantly. Mm. And just for that goal against yeah, yeah yeah phenomenal. And that's <laughs> you mentioned all of it against um, Doncaster. Yeah, Doncaster. I was trying to work out whether it's yeah, Doncaster or yeah. Peterborough because those two are interchangeable in my mind for some reason. <laughs> Um, it's last minute goals, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Garbutt there, Fraser. You know, you've got Josh Ruffles keeping a Premier League footballer on reportedly on sort of twenty eight grand a week, who's a who's a left back, and he can't get in the side ahead of Ruffles. And, and quite yeah. rightly so, because Ruffles has been so yeah. strong. Uh, Paul, where's where's your vote going to go? Um, I reckon Ruffles as well, um, but I'll I'll also put another category in there, a young person, I would go Sam Long. Oh, it's incredible to see him sort of holding his own. And again, another person who's sort of so quiet. Um, and it, I suppose it's a position in which you 
only notice a right back if they do something wrong. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of those positions, and and actually he's he's got a couple of assists whilst he's been playing there. He will have a shot. Um, he's he's got his head on a few corners, um, and and he's Oxford through and through. He's been with the club so long, and it, isn't it great that the two names that have been mentioned are names? They are the longest people on the books. So, um, Simon, who are you going for? Yeah, I, I'm either Ruffles or Brannigan because I think Brannigan's been, a, you know, a, a, a player who's moved. He's he's. Preferred position is obviously that kind of attack, slightly more attacking midfield. But with the sort of defensive midfield, never really been settled. He's played there a lot. I, I, I'm torn between him and yeah, him and Ruffles. I think uh, Brannigan or Ruffles. I've not made my mind up yet. All right, all right, fair enough. Well, uh, make sure you vote, Simon, because obviously it's it's there on the website. Yeah. And if you are listening to this and you haven't voted yet, pop your vote in as well. Um. The next thing to discuss, I suppose, is the next game on Good Friday. It's a one o'clock kickoff, which we all need to uh, remember. I'm sure you've been reminded several times because it seems to be tweeted about every 20 minutes. I mean, they keep saying to not turn up at, you know, quarter to three. But if you do, you'll probably see a goal at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Six minutes injury time at Wimbledon. Yeah. Who else thought, come on, yeah, come on, just do it. Well, I, I thought this was fucking nailed on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it was bizarre, and then you just think, actually, do these things even themselves out? <laughs> make, <laughs> yeah, make sure you tie the back. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we have a game on Good Friday. Um, I'm very excited because I will be at the game, <laughs> having been in Italy hey! for a few months. I'm I'm really excited to to get back into the live atmosphere. It's good being able to watch it on iFollow because you can tune in home and away and. It's nice and straightforward, but there's nothing like the, the atmosphere of a proper game. Um, mm. Against Charlton, who are flying, mm. and <laughs> sort of another team that hates Carl Robinson. So <laughs> I'm sure he looked at these fixtures earlier on and thought, wow, I'm going to love that week. I yeah. hope we're safe by then. He makes um, enemies. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, they look... In terms of results, very strong, but I don't know much about them. Um, it, earlier on in the season in our game, I thought we deserved the point uh, quite comfortably. So, you know, does anyone know what sort of game they play? They, I mean, they beat Luton last game out, and Luton obviously were on a hell of a run of form. Um, so, you know, beaten 3-1, that's quite a result. But then you look at a couple of previous results to that and they've only beaten Wickham 1-0 and Bradford 1-0 and you kind of think well Wickham and Bradford have really been the whipping boys in the division for the last few weeks so are they are they grinding out results and they're not actually putting you know they're not a swashbuckling side or absolutely batter sides but maybe maybe they're just a, a really good side for just grinding out a result and getting a result Maybe. I mean, the the thing is, them beating Luton is probably the best thing that could have happened for us. Because <laughs> lining these games up, you go uh, Wickham, Bradford, Luton, Oxford, they'll be iron up Luton. Mm. They get the win against Luton. Do they relax? Well, they can't really afford to because the pressure's on in terms of in terms of the playoffs. I know they're they're comfortably within them. Well, um, to be they're, fair, they're, they're they're chasing they're that second much. spot. They're not a million. You know, they're they're only two three points off of off of yeah. second place. 
So, so is is like that being in their minds and us probably a bit more relaxed now? That could work in our favour. Mm. I think it would be a great game of football. Um, I mean, the only thing I really know about them is they got Lyle Taylor. Who, uh, <laughs> he does, um, and and. <laughs> no, but he not. can't be as bad. Um, as he does Peter. like to go to ground a bit. He's really annoying because we all know if he signed for Oxford, we'd be, we'd love him. Oh, <laughs> he's absolutely. exactly that player. Oh, one hundred percent. He might be a cheating diving whatever, but he's our cheating diving whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and we've got that. We've you know we had um, Ricky Holmes who will. Mm engineer a touch so that he can go down and win a free kick um and and danny hilton <laughs> we saw him doing that all the time you, you love these players but when it doesn't work for you the the thing is with lyle taylor he does score against us a lot doesn't yeah. he but what do we think score wise i'm gonna go one all draw wow you <laughs> i i said score to be fair but we normally just do results you've you've gone for the goals as well i yeah. like it Who's scoring, Fraser? Let's, let's well, I reckon Eastwood's going to get one, Jerome. <laughs> um, um, who's scoring? I'm going to say Mackie's going to score one. And probably Lyle Taylor. And probably Lyle Taylor, Taylor yeah. Uh, okay. Paul, what do you reckon? I don't know. I, I'm going to go for a 2-1, but I don't know which way. <laughs> <laughs> the, fact, the fact is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right, lose okay, eight okay. nil for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice and entertaining. I'll be back in Italy before you can say anything. Um, we, we can make it official that we mathematically, can't we? If we get a draw and yeah, I think so. Whoever's down there lose. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah, we can do it mathematically. Um, Simon, what do you reckon? I I think high scoring because they looking at the at the um, the table they are they can't not make the playoffs now so they might as well go for it and try and get you know the wins to that will get them into the automatics so high scoring and i reckon we'll beat them 3-2 wow i like it not 5-4 then you're still clear of, <laughs> yeah. of that one what an insane game that was um <coughs> okay uh, i am gonna go for an Oxford win, why not? I can't help but be an optimist. I just can't. Um, and we, we tend to play well against teams who, who are good teams. Mm. And uh, and I'd love to see us win, so please can we let that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've convinced me. It's 2-1 to us. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, also, uh, I know we've been doing them weekly, and therefore we've only had one game per pod uh, to discuss. But we've actually got two this time because of Easter Monday. Um, now, I was worried about this because since we've gone weekly, uh, we've played, what is it, eight games. And the one time we focused on two games, we drew and lost. And all the other times we had won until Wimbledon. So they've sorted that out for us, which is, <laughs> which is quite helpful. So it's absolutely fine for us to discuss um, Easter Monday. Uh, so it's Shrewsbury and we're away, and they are not doing so well. Uh, what do we think for that one? Let's go in the other order. Uh, Simon, what do you reckon? Um, I think that'll be a draw. one all. one all. So you're going four points over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be nice. 57 points. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Oxford win. So you're going six points. I'm going six points as well. Why not? Uh, Fraser. 3-0 uh, Oxford. Wow, I like it. Yeah, nice time. and positive. Yeah, big time. 
I saw a few yeah, flash course. dance for MC Hammer shit. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you uh, edit this podcast. I so do. <laughs> I'll take that change, out. <laughs> it might be. It might be sort of 30 seconds shorter <laughs> if you listen to it after Easter Monday. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I think I'm going for a win for Friday and a win for Monday, but I sort of think we'll only get four points. So <laughs> 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 I'd be really happy with four points. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. As we reach safety this season... Um, there becomes uh, sort of less and less for us to discuss. But Fraser, am I right in thinking that over the last three years since we've been doing this podcast, you've come up with, you've basically put all the bloopers together and yeah. we have about 25 minutes of bloopers. Yeah, well, I mean, our loyal listeners are going to have to, you know, wait until the season's finished. But yeah. Hi, Tim. They're, they're, hi, hi, yeah, Tim. hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, there is, um, yeah, so since we started... I just found some of the old sort of funny. So you know, you got the classics in there. You got Massive Johnson, and you know, yeah. um, you got Paul... and, and I, I presume Dickie's throwing his balls across the pit. Oh, that's in there straight away. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, you got a bit of Paul with the seven points from a possible six. Uh, that's in yeah. there. A lot of it is me giggling. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah. This is you, you know, you'll 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 find out. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, so that that will <laughs> probably be part of a, a pre-season package, and we'll do a few special pods as well. We're thinking of doing um, what belongs on a barbecue and yeah, uh, what makes a full English breakfast. Yeah, really important topics that are nothing to do with football. Absolutely. Oh, I'll um, tell you something that so, is to do with football: uh, season tickets. Yes, that is to do with football. Yeah. Uh, Everyone in the East End is buzzing. I would have Ooh. thought a few people will be moving from other stands to the East End, and I guess that's what it's for, to create more of an atmosphere. I yeah. think you're right, yeah, because I think there's a few people who moved to South or North Stand because it wasn't massively more expensive than the East Stand, and because they've now cut the prices, people are moving back, which is good. Like you say, it'll bring bring a bit of atmosphere back. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's great. Um do we know what's happening with the uh, finance options? I think they're still looking into it. I think the last thing they said that they're hopeful that yeah, it's going to hit every single club. If they don't get something in place, there's so many season ticket holders that will not be able to get them. Yeah, it will be it'll be really difficult, but um, obviously it's in everyone's interest, so hopefully something will come about. Uh, and that's about all we have time for. Before we do go, uh, Fraser, I believe you have an announcement to make. Um, you don't necessarily have the financial backing to uh, do a publicity broadcast, a uh, political broadcast, that's the one. Uh, but <laughs> tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so um, local elections this year, I'm standing as an independent. If you live in, if you live in Bicester West and you listen to this, you must be an Oxford fan. I too am an Oxford fan. And what more reason would you need to vote for me? So... If, if, you know, 2nd of May, get down the polling station and, and, and tick my box if you'd be so kind. Thank you. Uh, well, basically, anyone who listens to this podcast uh, will know that Fraser is a lovely human being and a laugh and an Oxford fan. Okay. If you need any other reason to vote for someone, I don't know what it is, but he's also very tall. Yeah, well, uh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, thanks very much for listening. 
and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'll speak to you in six points. Woo! Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.